Welcome to the Dental Money Lounge, the place where dentists can tune in to grow their money, wealth and financial knowledge. Here are your hosts, Hassan Mushaid and Max Bazzucchini. Welcome to another episode of the Dental Money Lounge. I'm your host, Hassan Mushaid, and I'm joined with my regular co-host, Max. How are you, Max? I'm fabulous, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, actually. I've got a bit of a cold, so if I do cough during the podcast, please forgive me, and hopefully... Over the next 72 hours, I'll get over my man flu and I'll be back to superhero. Um, <laughs> but today, I've got a, a, a guest who I'm quite intrigued about because I've, I've seen his name, I've heard his name, uh, I've seen his name mentioned on the practice plan talks at the events, but I've never actually met you. Barry, how are you? Barry Alton, everybody. Hi, thanks very much. Yeah, it's lovely to meet you too, mate, even though it's over the airwaves. It is, yeah. Digitally, but in the future, we'll meet physically. And, but Barry, I've actually seen your name numerous times in publications, at dental events, and you seem to be everywhere at the moment, but I've never ever got to see you. What, what do you do, Barry, in detail? Okay, well, firstly, thanks both of you for having me on. I am, uh, by day, by night, I'm a superhero as well. By day, I'm a dentist. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, qualified for 25 years and I've owned my own practice now in Hazelmere, which is kind of uh, south of Guildford, just uh, due south of London. Yep. I've owned that for, for nearly 20 years now, and it's a fully private practice. It's been very successful. I'm single-handed with basically one full-time hygienist, and we turn over in excess of uh, a million pounds. Wow, so okay. the systems that we've developed and grown over the last probably 15 years have really stood us in good stead. Yeah. And uh, 20 years ago, when I was embarking on my journey of owning my own business, I was one of the first dentists in the UK to as attend a sales training course. Who, who, and, who um, ran that training course? Do you, do you remember? That was, yeah, that was Ash Latter. Wow, okay. Uh, as part, uh, that, oh, okay. It was part of the Dale Carnegie Corporation. Yeah. And that was a fantastic experience. It fundamentally changed what I was doing and how I was interacting. Fast forward probably about uh, 10, nine years on from that, so about 12, 13 years ago, Unfortunately, my wife decided to have an affair with a friend of mine, and that went on for two years that I wasn't aware of. So literally, I felt that my world had fallen apart. No way. So I did what every sensible person does, is I went and walked on hot coals with a guy called Tony Robbins. Yeah. And during that three-day three day weekend, it was, we did a couple of exercises. There's a group of 9,000 people in a room. Wow. We did a couple of exercises that absolutely blew my head apart realizing 9,000 people from 63 countries and we were, we were all the flipping same. How we process information, how we generate our feelings and our experiences is the same no matter where you're from. So yeah. I, I, at that moment, I thought, God, I, I want to learn more about this. So whilst I was still running my business, I started to learn about neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. Yeah. Early on in the NLP uh, kind of learning cycle for me, we did a couple of things again that blew my head and I thought, oh my goodness, if I could just take this into dentistry, yeah. it would be an absolute game changer. What, so what, what year, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Barry, what year are we talking here? When did you start, when did you attend the Tony Robbins seminar? Probably 12 years ago. 12 so. Years ago. 2000, what, what's that going to be? 2006? Yeah, 2006. 2006. I yeah. actually did it three years on the run. So, okay. Because I learned there was so much going on. It's like my training course, to be honest, right? So 
I've, I've delivered um, a, a good handful of them. We launched the Confident Dentist earlier this year. Yeah. Delivered over half a dozen, and at least probably 50% of the people have said that they would like to attend again because this it is there's so much to learn, and it's so applicable to daily life, let alone our practicing lives as dentists and dental team members. Yeah. That I did the same thing with Tony Robbins. I went back three times because I just learnt more and more and more. And I kind of got the foundational stuff and then wanted even more of that. So I then became a practitioner in NLP. I then became a master practitioner of NLP. I became a master hypnotherapist, a coach. I'm a coach certified and coach qualified. And so I wrote over the last probably six years, I've written a communication and sales training course called Influencing Smiles. Okay. I, yes. I've written, I have... <laughs> In my tiny wee northern head, I have 28 <coughs> days worth of trainings um, kind of co-written already. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to be lecturing for Septodont. I've developed uh, an injection technique that envelops everything that we normally do with with our needles and our topical and everything else, but also the psychology of how to give an injection technique where patients are completely unaware that they've had an injection. This is a technique without the use of any extra uh, equipment or gadgets or devices. Just, this is just a technique. Exactly right, Hassan. Okay, it's wow. just using it's using normal needles, normal local, although I use articane, yeah, and normal topical. And so Septodont flew me to South Africa just a few weeks ago. I taught 400 dentists there. They now want me to go out and teach it to their undergraduates at university. I taught it last Friday at the uh, dental hygiene conference in um, just outside of Birmingham in Telford to about 220 hygiene therapists. And it's so simple that ultimately I'd really like to be able to have it delivered into undergraduate level because yeah. I give injections and my patients do not know they've had it. And I'm not special. I've just learned and developed a technique that anybody can do. And I can pretty much teach it. And, and the understanding of why it works, I can pretty much teach it in about yes, 40 minutes. Absolutely, absolutely, Barry. I, I personally want to thank you for being uh, in the show today. You, you don't know this, Hassan, but we, uh, Barry and I were introduced through a mutual friend last year. And um, probably, I don't know if you remember, Barry, but we met the first time and we actually, we had a lovely lunch at an Indian restaurant right by your practice. And yes. we were having a, a carb-free meal, which it was very challenging being Italian. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and, and not having any carbs. But you're absolutely right. Great communication is, is, is critical in, in, in building relationships in, yeah. in any aspect of life, as we always uh, always say when, when we regularly meet up. And then, of course, you are a great expert in, in uh, NLP, which particularly help, uh, and we will talk about today, in yeah. how this help in <coughs> practice can help with patients improving yeah. their journey and how it can also have between stuff between each other. So we, we always talk about how the most important job in, in any in, in any humans is about children and educated children. So we what we say to each other is we always say to our children what we want them to do rather than carry them and, and, and creating fear. And this is exactly the basic of your communications and all your training. In, 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 in any aspect of training. So we, we always talk about positively what we want to achieve rather than talking to clients or talking to friends and saying, don't do this as opposed that you can achieve or creating fear. We want to achieve positive outcome 
which is exactly what your basic of your training is. For all the dentists out there who are unfamiliar with NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming, Barry, could you explain to, to everyone what is Neuro Linguistic Programming? Yeah, of course. So it's an interesting question, actually. One of the co-founders said that the very name itself could put people off because neuro-linguistic programming, it does sound very woo-woo, doesn't it? But in essence, we process all the information that comes at us. We process that through our five senses. So that's our, our sight, our hearing, our touch, our smell and our taste. And the neuro is basically how we are effectively processing and receiving that information. The linguistic side of it is the language that we use. Now, that's not just the verbal language that we use, but it's the language that we use externally and internally in our heads, our own self-talk and our feelings and our overall processing of that information. So that's the linguistics. And then the thing about programming is that it sounds a bit, you know, ooh, I don't want to be programmed. But actually yeah. programmed in NLP terms just simply means our behaviors. So in essence, it's how we receive all the information through our senses. It's how we process that information and come up with the meanings that we have. And then it's our behaviors based on those things. And so one of my favorite definitions of NLP is that it is the user's manual for the brain. So what these guys kind of accidentally fell into and developed over a, a quite a long period of time, it was in the 70s, so when I was a baby, they developed this system by accident because they originally were modeling somebody who was excellent at something, a guy called Milton Erickson, who was a hypnotherapist. And they, they wanted to know why was he so good at what he did when other people that were doing the same thing were taking, you know, seven years to, th to give therapy to a patient every once a month, once a week, sorry. Whereas he got a result in an hour. And so it, they were actually reviewing and watching this guy and it came by accident. And the thing is that, you know, if we bought a supercomputer on, on that supercomputer would be, would be a manual, would be a way of finding out how it works and how it ticks. But, you know, we come out of the womb without any manual where everybody's doing their best. Parents are doing their best to parent and bring their kids up the right way. And NLP has enabled us to begin to understand how we actually work and tick mentally. Okay, so it's understanding how you behave or communicate in certain situations and just being aware consciously of, of, of how, you, how you view things and how you react to things. Is, is that correct? Would I be right in saying that, Barry? That's a really good, um, really good way of saying it. What's, what's really important to recognise as well, Hassan, is that actually NLP not only equips me to know how I process information, Yeah. On a much deeper level, it, it enables me to understand and recognize how somebody else processes information. And therefore, in order to serve them, be that a patient of mine or be that a friend or a loved one, yeah. in order for me to serve them most effectively, my my job is to be in their map. Is to, is to present information in the way that they best receive it. So for instance, before I learned this, right, going through that divorce, my two daughters were going through the same divorce. And, um, you know, whilst I was flawed and massively upset, so were they. But my, you know, I process information. I, I'm what we call highly visual kinesthetic. So I process information by visually uh, seeing it, but I also process via my feelings. Yeah. So how something feels to me, I feel good about that. That feels good. And so I process via feelings. Now, my youngest daughter, who at the time was probably six, she and I were very easily bonded because she's very kinesthetic. She's now 17 
18 nearly, and she hugs and kisses me every single day. Yeah. My eldest daughter, she's not kinesthetic at all. And so before I learned all of this, I actually thought she had a problem. Okay. I thought she was cold. I thought she was cut off. I thought the divorce had made her devoid of emotion. And I didn't realize that she is very visual. She's an artist now. She's at university. She's incredibly talented and she's an absolute beautiful person. And I now know how to bond with her and connect with her because it's not the way I naturally do yeah, it. I yeah. step on myself. So that's what we do with patients. We train people on the course to recognize how their patients process their information. And then we teach them how to present their treatment options yeah. in the way for that patient. That's actually, that, that makes quite a So Barry, have you got an example on how someone attending your training and how just changing that or understanding their communication, understanding the patients, how this can improve the patient's journey? Oh, 100%. So there's a lot more to it than just, we call the VAKAD, we call those senses, we call it their predicates. So it's not just their predicates. We also touch upon only two. There's about oh, 60 things that we call meta programs, which are like personality preferences, things that we prefer in our personality. And yeah. two of the things that we teach are, it was interesting, Max, you were talking before about focusing on what we want to achieve. Yeah. It's one thing called direction filter. And anybody listening to this podcast, you, you will know people that spend the majority of their lives focusing on what they want to achieve. They focus on what they want to get, what they want to have, where they want to be. And then there are other people in our lives that focus the majority of the time of what they don't want, of what they want to move away from. I, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want to have this. I don't want to have that. Yeah. And in that direction direction filter, we call that towards or away from. So okay. for example, if I have a patient who has a, uh, in terms of their dental requirements, has a heavy away from preference. So if I say to them, you know, what's important to you about your dental health? And they say, well, I don't want to lose my teeth. I don't want to be without them. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to this, that, and the other. It's very clear that they have what we would call an away from preference. If I'm looking for to encourage them, they've expressed an interest in whitening. And I say, hey, you know, Mr. Smith, this whitening is amazing. What it will do for you is it will give you a fantastic white smile. It will give you the confidence. It will, it will give you, you know, bright white teeth. It will give you this, that, and the other. I'm completely mismatching the pitch to his preference because what I ought to be saying to him is, if we do this whitening, you won't have yellow teeth. Okay. You won't, you won't be embarrassed. You won't have this. You won't have that. So by by changing the language that we use to to match their preference it's like a hot button it's like we've just literally flicked a switch and turned them onto it yeah because we're in their language yeah. so it makes a, makes a huge difference and that's just you know that that's about half an hour out of the uh, <laughs> out of the 16 hours that we do that's about a half an hour of it so there's lots of it it's all very simple yeah so barry, barry it, when you when you first learned this nlp stuff and then you what you mentioned earlier was that you uh in, you learned this stuff from tony robbins years ago we're talking over a decade ago, yeah, you brought it to the, I mean, to the UK or, or to your dental practice, and yep. that was, that obviously was your testing ground in to seeing how it can help your patients. Yeah. Over the years, have you now kind of come up with a, a, a winning formula of some sort that has a high success rate in 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 really influencing patients and their communication through through NLP? So the simple answer is yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, so we've developed the training course that I've. I mean, I've spent years developing it, yeah. really, to be honest. 
but I've, I've developed it and the, the testimonials that we're getting at the moment are mind-blowing. We had a new guy, in fact, he, he probably wouldn't even mind me mentioning his name because he's, he's allowed me to, he sent me his testimonial. And um, we had this this young guy from a dental practice called Kiss Dental in Manchester. Yeah. And his testimonial to us was utterly phenomenal because he came along. It was his friend that advised him to come, who I'd met a young, another young guy I'd met at the uh, BACD. And he said, look, you know, I want to bring a friend. And I said, absolutely, bring him along. So he brought his mate with him. And uh, he basically sent us a testimonial after about, I think, just four days. And his name is uh, Rajan, Rajan Naga. And he basically said, I had 10 new patient consults this week. Uh, there was for a variety of cosmetic treatments and every one of them signed up on the day. Wow, it's, 100%. It's, it's wonderful, right? And he said, it's amazing what impact just taking a few tips from the two days has had on my everyday communication and rapport with my patients. Thank you for the course. I've already recommended it to many of my friends. So that's a young guy. He's only been qualified two years, yeah. but he got a hundred percent upsell on his private treatment just because he learned some ways of communicating with them on their level. It's, yeah. And it's so simple. But the great thing is that we all have it in us. We just need help to find it. Yeah. The way we we understand to, to understand right. and improve our communication. Well, what it's interesting actually because Hassan touched on it before. I say on every training course that I'm running, look, when it comes to NLP, I'm not going to teach you anything that you don't already know. All I'm going to do is help you to become consciously aware of something that you already subconsciously knew, you just weren't aware that you knew it. So let, can I give you an example? Yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> please do, Okay, Barry. so a, a language skill, right? So yeah. when us dentists and our team, we all have a very positive intent that what we wanna do is make sure that our patients are happy, they're relaxed, they're content, they recommend us and they like us, right? That's, a, that's probably a universal. Yeah. yeah. So one of the first rules of the subconscious mind is that your subconscious mind cannot process a negative. What that means is your subconscious mind can't process the words don't, won't, can't, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't. So if I said to you, both of you chaps or anybody else listening at the moment, if I said, hey, don't think of a blue tree, you have to think of a blue tree, even if it's for, an, <laughs> even if it's for a nanosecond max. You have to think of the blue tree yeah. in order for That's you true. to think of something different, right? So when I go back 12 years, my eldest daughter, Millie, would be carrying a glass of orange juice and I don't want the orange juice on the carpet. So what do I say? I say, hey, Millie, Millie, do me a favor. Don't spill that. Now, uh -huh. her, her mind, your mind and my mind, we can't process, don't spill it. So what she has to do is think about what spilling is in order to think what not spilling is. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, so think yes. about the dental. It's what we were talking before about creating the fear. So you see that. Exactly right. Fantastic. That's I never thought about that. They, the, the mind cannot process the stuff. Right. But you, but you know it. Cannot process. You know it. So then in, in our dental practice, right, everybody's got this positive intent of patients being happy and comfortable. And what do we do to reassure patients? We say, hey, Mr. Smith, don't worry. It's not gonna hurt. Everything's fine. Uh -huh. Of course. So don't worry, it's not gonna hurt. We create an impression in their head of worry and hurt because they can't process a negative. So one yeah, of the things of I encourage everyone to do course, is, yes. to, is to eradicate their negatives and come up with a positive. So I, I say to my patients, hey, Mr. Smith, I'm going to make sure that everything I do for you is completely comfortable. So they concentrate on the positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I'll, I will sell to their direction filter, but I want to create positive impressions in their head. So I'll 
Oh, I I mean, I kill the word comfort. My poor nurse must, uh, must hear it 200, 300 times a day because I'll, I'll say it eight times in a minute to a patient and they don't notice. And I don't mind what they think of as comfort. It could be fluffy pillows and, you know, lying on a beach. It doesn't matter. What I don't want is to create an impression in the head of pain, worry, anger, sadness, fear, any of those things. Wow. So now here's the thing. You both already knew that because you will have heard somebody say, yeah. oh, don't trip up or don't do this or don't do that. You think about yeah. doing it. I'm thinking from an entrepreneur's point of view now because I, I'm just something that rang kind of I kind of resonated with me then was are we also setting limiting beliefs based on the words that we or self-talk oh my with? god i love you you're absolutely right <laughs> so, as, as an entrepreneur so, you, right? if you if you said to yourself right i don't want to lose money yeah yeah you're, you're, you are setting your subconscious mind out to lose money so by setting a positive goal so i'm, I'm currently writing a an nlp based goal setting online course and it's only going to be a couple of hours it's really easy yeah and it what it does is it helps people understand how to set achievable sensible goals not like smart goals as they've been written for the last 20 years yeah. you know but these are how do we create a goal and how do we achieve it because your subconscious mind is kind of like a railway track right you set the train on the railway track it doesn't veer from it and your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and make-believe so if i turn around to my subconscious mind and go i don't want to lose money i'm setting it on a track of effectively losing money i don't want to be poor i'm setting it on an internal representation of what poor is yeah i think about being poor I don't think about being wealthy. I ought to say to myself, right, I want to make a million pounds a year. I want to be successful and happy. I want to have this. I want to have that. So it's stating things in the positive. Self-talk is the most motivating or destructive thing that we can do to ourselves. 100% agree Absolutely with that. Agree. 100%, 100%. So that would be the first step, thinking positively and creatively about what you want to achieve. And the next step, incredibly important, is positive action so you can think positive but if you don't actually follow with positive action then of course you're never going to achieve <laughs> what you want to achieve you can think about i want to have 25 new clients in the next two weeks but then you go off and eat a sandwich or have a lunch for three hours then it's not going to happen so of course you need to have positive action <laughs> following your your positive thinking could it could so it, you're could, absolutely right could it be absolutely. like a, a a byproduct of positive thinking where because your mind is already in that for example the railway track it's going towards that way with the positive thinking. Will the byproduct, the actions follow because it has to? There's no other way around it, really. Would I be right so, in that? I think I'd veer away from from the the construct of positive thinking. Okay. I think I I think I would much more direct you guys to think of it as intentionally positive stated outcomes. Yeah. Okay. Because I can think positively, right? I could I could think I could walk out. I'm so I'm in my shed. I've cre created a, a shed. We call it the shed quarters. It's a really lovely shed. It's where my <laughs> office is at the bottom of my garden. So I'm I see the pictures. In, I see the pictures. I want to do something similar now. I love right, so I'm in the shed quarters. I could walk outside to my garden and go, there are no weeds, there are no weeds, there are no weeds. <laughs> that's, posit that's positive thinking, yeah. right? It's also BS. Yeah. Because if you look at my garden, there's a shed load <laughs> of weeds. So positive thinking is not really necessarily the best thing positive outcome thinking thinking about what it is that you want to achieve and then coming up with a plan of action and then taking massive action like you've just said max 
that's the way to achieve things. There's one presupposition I want to share with you. There's about 13 presuppositions in NLP. These are things that we presuppose. In other words, they're beliefs, right? And the one that has been my mantra for the last 12 years is there is no such thing as failure, only feedback. That means that no matter what I do, no matter what the result, I never beat myself up. I never give myself half time by my goodness, I used to 12 years ago. And now I just go, okay, look, did I get the result that I wanted? No, I didn't. Okay, I've just learned that I need to make a difference, a different change, a different tact, a different direction in order to go forward and achieve what I want. It's only feedback. And so if I walk outside and go, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, well, the damn well is. Yeah. So what I need to think about is, right, okay, how am I going to get rid of those weeds? How am I going to make my million pounds? How am I going to build my business and wow people and help them along their journey so that it's symbiotic? So that, you know, people come to me going, do you know what? That was the best training course I ever had. And I'm very happy that I spent the money. Oh, so Barry, let me give you an example then. When I talk to my, in the next couple of days, when I'm able to see my kids again, (laughs) when I go back home and I talk to my five and seven years old, they're practicing spellings and numbers and writing and so on and so forth. So I talk to my daughter or son and yeah. I say to them, please practice your spelling so that you can become a confident writer or confident in talking rather than practice your spelling. Otherwise, you're never going to be good at talking or writing. So it's just about changing the way we talk to people. Oh, we're getting into a big, deep subject now about kids, <laughs> which I um <laughs> That's the most important job. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I... I've got four of the little blighters and uh, they are without doubt the most wonderful and expensive hobby that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I have a mission. If, if, I could, if I could steal a minute of your podcast for a second, my long-term game, my long-term mission is to, I own two, I own 58 URLs, but two are very important to me. One is called the top, mm. theconfidentteen.com and the other URL I own is called theconfidentparents.com and I am writing some of the communication things that I'm presenting at the moment to be presented to teenagers to empower them. And the other thing that I'm writing is uh, an app called panicpal.com because 12 years ago when I went through divorce, I started having panic attacks. Right. And I'm interestingly at the moment, I, I'm, I've just been the, the commercial director of The Probe, the biggest magazine in dentistry in the UK, came to yep. my two-day two training course in Manchester. She was blown away so much and had such a personal change that she wrote a she wrote me an article saying this was the best training I've ever done and B she offered me a monthly column in the probe and so I said how many words and she went well I don't know 500 so I I wrote 1200 and I also wrote her a 500 but I've started a 12 month article on mental health and so my initial thing is on mental health in dentistry helping people understand how they can influence their mental health yeah and then my next aim in 12 months time is to develop the confident team and primarily because there are skills that i've learned in the last 12 years and there are people that i've connected with where we can make a massive impact onto children's lives and i want to have this confident team up and running before my youngest my eldest son chester who's four years old I want him and his peers to have access to information that I never had and my daughters never had that will fundamentally reduce bullying, it will reduce self-harm, alcoholism, drug abuse, all sorts of things that are going on right now, suicide, anorexia, all of that stuff. So that's a long-winded way of me saying, Max, 
<laughs> when you go <laughs> and speak to your kids is number one is whatever it is that you want them to achieve you state it in the positive yeah, yeah. and with children what i've learned with a 19 and a 17 year old is it's never about results it's only ever about effort if if we if we praise results in children we end up making them like i was when my dad i i can remember driving home got my o level results and i got on the driveway and my mum was over the moon and my dad bless him wanted to motivate me and went 11 a's what happened to the 12th uh, and i and i felt like a failure no way yeah, because, you know, I did really well, right? My mum was over the moon, but my dad wanted to motivate me. He had a positive intent, Yeah. but he focused on results, not on effort. Yeah, and then the outcome was led to that thought, really. That's interesting. And so, and I actually, I held that, I did this thing in NLP. Oh, I could bore you guys for three hours. So I did this thing in NLP <laughs> called timeline release. And in actual fact, I had a coaching call with my coach before I spoke to you guys. And uh, we do this thing called timeline release where we release negative emotions. And this was the one thing that blew me away in my training. And you release negative emotions. It took me until then to release the negative emotions that I had attached to my dad when I was 17 years old. And I didn't realize I had them, but it was 30, it was 25 years later when I released the negative emotions. My relationship with my dad for the last 10 years has been unbelievable. And all because I did this one process called timeline release. Phenomenal. Fabulous. So you, Barry, Fabulous. Barry, you actually are a superhero then. You actually <laughs> are a superhero with what you, the goals and visions that you have that you share with us. They're really big. They're going to have a, a really big impact on possibly the, the, the world. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I would be right in saying that. I think, Max, would you agree if, if, if those options were available to us, it, it will change the way we raise our kids, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Absolutely. So Barry, you, you go around the world and you teach um, your training courses all around the world. Do you see a difference in, in or, a, or a cultural difference between when you do a course in the UK or when you do it in South Africa, America or some other part of Europe? Uh, maybe that uh, perception is or the, the behavior is, is different or maybe more positive or a slightly more negative approach, especially at the beginning of your training courses. Do you see that? So I have to precede this answer by saying, you know, I, I'm a I'm a small fish in a big pond, and um, my aim is to flap around and make some waves so that I can in, in help other people make change. You see, I can just visualize that. <laughs> That's why I painted for you. And so, you know, I've I've only been running this. I'm a full-time dentist, so I'm in my office at 5:30 every morning in the shed quarters, working on content, working on articles, and I'm traveling most Thursday afternoons and then teaching Friday, Saturday. So I haven't done anywhere near as much as I'm going to over the next 20 years in terms of teaching. And so I've only really been exposed to countries that are at the moment very similar to the UK. So my honest answer is at the moment, I've not seen any cultural differences. I have had some feedback where there are some religious differences in certain things that I'm teaching in, in how to interact. And so I am being mindful of that when I am now teaching certain things is to make sure that I'm saying, hey, this is just a, a recommendation of what you might do to interact. Clearly, if this goes against any cultural or religious beliefs or reasons, then you would adapt it and change it to your own. That yeah. being said, I've seen no difference. You know, I was in yeah. a room with 9,000 people from 63 countries and we were all the same. Wow. Bar Barry, one quick question. We've talked about the subject of, of, of helping and improving your own mindset. 
helping yeah. uh, patient communication, children. One of the things I wanted to ask you was, I think you specialize in also helping dentists lead their yep. teams. How yeah. can NLP help with changing the team culture or the team mindset? How does, how, how, what have you seen work well with that? I love the fact that you 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 are already every time you ask me a question you you give me the answer. All right, <laughs> this is a coaching so, session. <laughs> so, how can you do me so much favors here? Right. So, one of the first things I teach on my two day training is actually mindset. Right. So, I want you to would you both be playful for the next three minutes? Definitely. That, should we do an exercise? Yeah. Right. So whether whether it's just you two or whether there's anybody listening to the podcast, let me tell you a quick story. My coach, who I spoke to at five o'clock UK time, is based in America. His wife, Kayla, they live in Los Angeles and she was driving down the coastal road of Los Angeles one day and she looked across the, the water at the sea and she saw the most beautiful sunset. It was like iridescent with pinks and purples and she was absolutely blown away. So much so that she pulled the car over she phoned her sister and she said, Julie, oh my God, oh my God, you've got to go outside and see the sunset. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And her sister went, oh, Kayla, shut up, I'm watching TV. Kayla said, seriously, dude, you've got to go outside and see the sunset. So her sister was like, okay. Carried the phone with her, opened the front door and went, oh, whatever, Kayla, it's just a friggin' sunset and hung up on her. And Kayla was like, oh my God. So she got her iPhone out, she took a load of photos to say, right, when I get home, I'm gonna show Michael this most beautiful sunset. So sure enough, she gets home, she legs in the door, she says, Michael, 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 you've got to see this sunset. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Gets her iPhone out, starts flicking. Michael takes the phone, starts flicking left and goes, Kayla, it's just a sunset. Kayla's like, what? She lifts her sunglasses onto the top of her head, looks at the phone and goes, Oh shit. <laughs> Basically, she's had rose tinted glasses on, right? <laughs> now, these, we've heard of this phrase before. I'm not going to teach you anything you don't know. But she had rose tinted spectacles on, and through her eyes, the sunset was the most beautiful thing she'd seen. And yet, on her iPhone and her husband and her sister, it was just a boring old sunset, right? So, the analogy there is that your mindset is like that pair of glasses. We don't realize it. But every day, and we change them every day, every day we put on a metaphorical pair of glasses that dictate our mindset. So to be playful, chaps, what I want you to do, are you both, you're both in your offices, right? Correct. Right, and anybody listening to the podcast, you're either gonna be in an office or maybe your car or maybe at home. What I want you to do yeah. is I want you to put on your mindset glasses, actually put the glasses on, the mindset of, the world is a dangerous place. The world is a dangerous place. Now. Max, Hassan, look around you, look around your room, look around where you are right now. The world is a dangerous place. Tell me what you see. Um, look around, I The world see... is a dangerous place. What do you, what do you, what do you notice? I see my printer. Okay. Not working. Okay, what else? What else do you see? Electricity in that printer. <sighs> Electricity in the printer, yes. Ink finished. Ink finished. What else? What do you see, Hassan? Look around. So I'm in a, a meeting pod, which you have in our office. So I'm looking at the ceiling thinking, oh, okay, these are possibly loose. And I'm okay. looking at my... So the pod oh is... Yeah, so, on you, right? yeah, so the, the construction of the pod, I'm looking at the construction thinking, are these panels sturdy? Could they fall over? <laughs> hey, what else do you see, mate? With Could the, have been the last the podcast mindset. ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, the world is a dangerous place. What else do you see? I've just seen an explosion. Is, is that real? No. no. I visualize it. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
to see things like trip hazards or electricity or anything that you could hurt yourself on sharp edges corners things like that no, no yeah i mean yeah looking at it now yeah there's there there are quite a lot of uh, hazards here so for now right you're staying exactly where you are do me a favor take those mindset glasses off and throw them away okay <laughs> what i want you to do is i want you to put on a fresh pair of glasses only this pair of glasses is the mindset of the world is full of beauty and love okay the world is full of beauty and love put your mindset glasses on max yeah. look around the room and tell me what you see with the mindset of the world is full of beauty and love i see my three white roses beautiful keep on going what else do you see what else do i see uh my white wall pure white like it fresh what else do you see do you see your printer what with with the mindset of your world is full of beauty and love what does your printer mean to me i what see the printer print? now i see the printer working fine okay and it can print what photographs of your family photographs of your loved ones yes photograph kids hassan what do you see with a different mindset yeah same you're in the same pod tell me about it so you're communicating yeah, with yeah. me that's a good thing right so this one was actually easier i think my positive frames are pretty much all the on all times so but i can see like the shapes on our on our, on the vinyl shapes on our window how circular nice they are the purple background that we have i'm looking at my internet i'm thinking wow i'm connected to the world i'm looking at manchester thinking i'm in the right place yeah yeah okay guys number one thanks for being playful and number two is, number two is the lesson is every morning you know people in your team the people in your life they get up in the morning without realizing it they put on a crappy mindset Every, every entrepreneur you know, or every team member that you know, will come up with the odd mindset that says things like, patients can't afford me, or I'm not worth it. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not worth what I'm charging or, you know, do you think those sort of mindsets serve either me or my patients? No, definitely not. The answer is no. So what we're able to do with a mindset is choose the mindsets that we want to focus on. Because as soon as you chose a mindset of the world is a dangerous place, you saw the danger. As soon as you chose a mindset of the world is full of beauty and love, you saw different things. Now, let me remind you, you were surrounded by the same damn things. You were getting the same information. What you did is with a different mindset, you focused on different information that was coming into you. So if I have a mindset that my patients can afford me, that I'm worth every penny that I'm charging, that I am worth the interactions and the relationships that I've got. Do you think I'm going to notice and focus on different things than if I have a mindset of nobody will buy from me, nobody can afford me, they're not going to pay these fees? Yeah, I can I can imagine that having Absolutely. a big impact on the on the full day, really. Pretty much interaction with Absolutely. everybody and anyone. So we start we start the mindset. Yeah. Because I then want people to have the mindset of openness, playfulness. You know, the ability to learn. I can learn anything, and there is no feedback okay. Barry, before... so mindset is a huge sorry 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 for interrupting you there actually i'll let you carry on there sorry i was going to say so in answer to your question about how can nlp help teams yeah it's unlimited how it can help teams and the first thing is teaching in fact i've done a mindset in fact if you want a website i've created a website called one minute mindset.com right mm. one minute mindset.com gives anybody free access to that exercise where they can run a team training which will take them 20 minutes and then i get them to sit down and go right let's come up with our top 20 mindsets that we want to have and then somebody randomly picks one every morning to say right come on today's mindset is people are beautiful people are amazing patients are wonderful and it it just changes the mood it changes the team dynamics and boosts confidence yeah honestly it's so easy it's so easy 
That's actually that's a really good tip. That I was, I was going to actually ask you how we can do that, and you gave the answer. So that that's something I'll try with my team for sure. Oh well, go <laughs> by always go to the website and just check it out. I've uh, only created it. I think probably on uh, Thursday last week. So you, you've made the website? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've made, I'm <laughs> wow. in my office at 5.30 <laughs> every single morning trying to build. Yeah, it's called oneminutemindset.co.uk, wow. sorry. So Barry, you're a really busy guy with a big goal at the end. And I, I can I'm, see I'm, it change. I mean, I, I can try, I can, I can kind of visualize what you're trying to achieve here. And you're putting a lot of effort and energy in for this. This is going to be a personal question, totally off topic. Go for it. What do you want to achieve right at the end? I mean, do you can you visualize yourself at the end of this journey of yours? What does it look yeah, like? I, I can visualize that at the age of 103, I'm on my deathbed. Yeah. And my wife, who is significantly younger than me, <laughs> and my children and my grandchildren and possibly great-grandchildren are there intensely proud of the fact that in my own small way, I created a ripple effect where people made their own lives better That's and we yeah. created we created resources for people because this information is not mine i don't own this yeah. you know i I'm, I'm tweaking it and playing with it to make it teachable and available but i didn't come up with this somebody else came up with this in the 70s but it impacted my life so much so positively my relate when i so I, I i told you that i thought my eldest daughter was a bit odd right yeah no, she was odd. She was completely normal for herself. And when I learned this, my relationship with her went through the roof because I learned how to interact with her because I'd only ever learned how to interact with me. And I thought anybody that wasn't like me was clearly a bit odd because I thought everybody was the same. I didn't appreciate the reasons for difference. I didn't appreciate why people process things and feel things in a different way. So you know, yeah, I'm on my deathbed and people are going, you know, well done, mate. You you paid it forward. And that's what I want. You know, if I can change, if I can help two people to, to make Im impacting differences in their lives and then they can help two people and they can help two people, exponentially, we're going to change millions of lives over the next 20 years. And I, I think that will happen organically. And it doesn't need my name on it. I don't need to be attached to it, but I'd love to know that actually ultimately some of this stuff has paid forward and that's the long-term game that's quite inspirational really and then i think my aspirations have, have they need to be bigger after listening to that really that that's that's really that's really powerful can, stuff can i make can i make one recommendation yeah as my guest come on my training course i was gonna say oh, that hey. i was gonna say that <laughs> Hassan, we should go no. and it's interesting you mentioned the age of 103 so that means that yeah. you have yeah. to keep going for another 70 years then Oh, I'm, I'm so I'm 48 <laughs> now. I, I love you. That's very kind of you. Yeah, mate. I've uh, I've got too much to do to be popping popping my clogs before triple digits. So that's that's really good. It's, it's quite clear as well. I, I I actually love that. It's really clear. And I, I need to change my game up. Really, <laughs> I really want to be that clear and happy at that level. Really, I think I think yeah, Barry. I'm a fan of yours now. I'm a fan of yours. Come now, on the course, podcast. mate. Come on, come on the course. And and then if you're happy when you're happy because you will leave going do you know what I, i've really got something out of that all i ask is that you pay it forward and you suggest it to other people because we are making a change i was blown away right i thought that what i was writing was a communication course in dentistry and i delivered this two days in sheffield and i asked this guy he was about 28 i said look can you give me a testimonial can i video it and he went yeah 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 sure you can so I said, how was the two days? And he literally, I got really quite emotional because he said, um, 
it's changed my life. I always thought I was the problem, and now I realize I'm not. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. I, I didn't amazing. realize. Yeah, it is amazing. So, you know, if you if you ever read The Probe, you know, Michelle Donald's article, page yeah. 21 of this month, page 21 of this month, that's her review of my course. Page 50 of this month of The Probe is my article on mental health, and I'm going to nail one a month for mental health to help people because I went through mental health problems during the divorce. Yeah, I went through a different mental health problem last year when my mum died unexpectedly from a bleed in the brain. She had four major brain operations. She was only 72. She she died 25 years too young. And this I men- remember you going through this when um, when we met for the yeah. first time. And it, it was around that time. And I I didn't realise how much of an impact it was having on me. It was my wife that basically got a grip and said, "Sweetheart, I'm worried about you because that one." Cr- crept up on me slowly you know that we went through a a, effectively like a four-month process whereas the divorce i had panic attacks i knew i was having problems right because i'd wake up in the middle of night sweating with my heart thumping out my chest so i you know i want to make it a bit more aware about mental health's a big yeah big buzz thing at the moment but nobody's really tackling it in dentistry so i want to get some stuff out there because i learned techniques in nlp that helped me in the moment deal with the anxiety, the panic attack, the whatever I was having, I could do something that shifted the feeling with inside 30 seconds. And I'd like to pass that on. Now, it doesn't help you deal with the, the what was going on around me. I can't change the circumstance or the situation, but I can change the way that I react to it when I've learned some skills. And that's why I'm writing this app called Panic Pal. Yeah. Because, you know, I want something out there that people can use in the moment that that you know they're having a because it's bloody lonely place where you're having is, a panic. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the biggest problems in the in the UK at the moment. Loneliness is it's a big problem. I'm I'm looking forward to that. But I think that's gonna that's gonna help so many people. That's gonna help so many people. That's the end of the game, mate. So I need I need people on board so that when it's done, they you know we send it out because that's yeah. a non-profit. The aim of the game is to is to just get it out and help and then feedback and and make a difference. So yeah, Barry, thank you for being on the show. You're it's been an inspirational talk. Um, Thanks, man. Thank you for being open. You've shared some of your personal dilemmas or problems that you've suffered in the past and how you overcome them. Even yeah. your your long-term goals and vision you shared with us today. I mean, that that's personal stuff and normally people don't, don't talk about this, but you've been quite open and honest. This is a, quite a, a genuine podcast, I believe, Max. What, what's your thoughts, Max? Really enjoyed it. Very much enjoyed it. Um, I knew it was going to be great, but actually this exceeded my <laughs> expectations. Uh, <laughs> You know, guys, I I think highly of both of you, and having a podcast together with the two of you has been absolutely great, fantastic. It's been an awesome well, podcast. I'd be very happy to do any more. So count me in. If you if in your fifty-two weeks, if there's one empty, <laughs> give me a shout, guys, and I'll I, I can talk the hind legs off a donkey. No, definitely, there's a lot of things there, that we there need will to explore. Be one. There will be one. Yeah, absolutely. definitely, definitely. At least. I hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast as much as me and Max have. It's been a quite inspirational podcast. It's been quite emotional and and, and it's been life-changing, especially for me personally. If you'd like to learn more about Barry and what he provides and does, you can visit his website, which is theconfidentdentist.com. You can email him at team at theconfidentdentist.com or you can give him a call directly on 0333-220-2447. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for next week's show. Again, our regular time, Wednesday at 8 p.m. And I'll see you guys next week. A word from our sponsors. The Creative Composite, dental marketing which helps you grow. The Pluto Partnership, where professionalism meets confidence.